Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pirkei Elvis Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, Chapter 3, Paragraph 3. Parak Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, Rabbi Hanina ben Trajan Omer. Rabbi Hanina ben Trajan says, If two people sit together and there are no words of Torah between them, Harezeh. Moshav Leitzim. This is considered a session of scorners. Shenemar, as it says, Uva Moshav Leitzim lo Yoshav. In the session of scorners, he does not sit from Psalms. Avashnaim Shioshem Vyesh Benayim Divrei Torah. But if two people sit together and words of Torah are between them, Shechina Shiroya Benayim. The divine presence rests between them. Shenemar, as it says, Azn Zabri Yerei Adonai Yishalrei Avayakshiv Adonai Vyishma Vyika Save Safer Zikr on the front of the Yerei Adonai Lachosh Vishma. As the pas, as the as it says, then those who fear Hashem spoke to one another, and Hashem listened and heard, and a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear Hashem and give thought to His name. From Malachi, Ein li elashnayim. From this, we only know that this is about two people. How do we know that if one person sits and occupies himself with Torah, that God Himself determines a reward for him? Right, Koveya Lo Sachar Shenemar, as it says, Yeshev Badad Viyidom Ki Natal Alav. Let one sit in solitude and be still, for he will have received a reward for it. And that comes from lamentation. So let's see some comments about this, the importance of Torah study. Much of the rest of this chapter discusses the primacy of Torah study and the serious consequences of minimizing one's involvement in it. Let's do a couple of comments because it's on the lengthier side, Rav Hanina ben Trajan, a third-generation Tana, he lived in Sikhnin, present-day Sikhnin, in the lower Galilee, where he headed a yeshiva and presided over a court from Sanhedrin. The sages invoked him as a role model for charity collectors and distributors. One should deposit charity only to funds overseen by a scholar, the likes of Rav Hanina ben Trajan. And <clears throat> he is one of the Asura Herago. Her- Haruge Malkus, one of the ten sages executed by the Roman government for teaching Torah publicly in defiance of the ban that the Roman conquerors imposed in order to extinguish the sparks of faith in God. So let's see what the comments say about the actual words of the mission. If two sit together and there are no words of Torah between them, it's scorn. Scorn here is not meant in the active sense of one who speaks disparagingly of other people or of spiritual goals. The Mishnah speaks of people who meet for the sole purpose of engaging in frivolities which constitute scorn of the Torah. If there are no pressing business or other serious matters that need to be discussed, there is no excuse for them not to engage in Torah study or discussions of a spiritual nature. To do otherwise implies contempt for Torah. From Rav Yonah, Late Sunnis is talking about a mindset of one who cannot bear to accord honor to anybody or anything. The Medrash characterizes Amalek, the nation that attacked the Jews in the desert after the Exodus, as a scorner. From Proverbs and Rashi, in spite of the supernatural events of the Exodus, which paralyzed all the nations, prevented them from taking any action against Israel, Amalek remained unmoved. They refused to recognize the superiority of Israel and brazenly attacked anyway. So the bottom says, making every minute count. A businessman who does not use every available means to maximize his profits can be viewed to some extent as neglecting his business. Similarly, since one can learn and sharpen his understanding through discussion with colleagues like Sitanis, to sit with another person and not avail one of the knowledge that their combined efforts may yield is a rebuff of the Torah. Panim Yafas interprets the word late, scorner, as an acronym of the words Lamdan Sadiq, scholar, saint. Apparently, he considers himself such a paragon of brilliance and virtue that he is superior to others and he is entitled to ignore or ridicule them. So let's move over 
to the other comments of the other words of the mission. As it is said in the session of scorners, he does not sit from Psalms. The next verse in Psalms continues, rather his desire is in the Torah of God. Thus King David equates lack of desire for the word of God with scorn from Rambam and Rav Yonah. Even if the people at the session do not engage in levity and scorn, their blatant lack of interest in spiritual matters it stamps it as a session of scorners from Erie. In addition, as our sages taught Sanhedrin, any person who can devote himself to Torah and refrains from doing so is counted among those of whom it is stated, for they have degraded the word of God from numbers. If two together sit and words of Torah are there, the divine presence rests between them. By studying Torah, which is the repository of godly intelligence, the learners are able to perceive a degree of God's glory from Meiri. According to the first soul, two who study God's words together are best with enlightenment in their studies and enjoy God's personal concern. Unlike scorners who never merit the divine presence, see Sota, those involved in Torah studies sense the eminence of God from Tosos Yomtev. As it says, and then the Pasuk comes, the phrase one another indicates that the verse refers to two people, those who fear God, spoke words reflective of that awe, words of Torah to one another, and God listened intently as if in close proximity to them and heard. This implies that God is present when two people converse on Torah topics. Rav Yonah adds, that was from Ere, that the mission refers to the reward the righteous will receive in the future is because they exchange words of Torah with one another. That God records this in the Book of Remembrance and is re- now rewarding them for it. And Nidabru is in the causative form. In studying Torah, one should not only speak, but also seek to elicit a study partner's opinion from Rav, from Avram Azulai. Reward for Joe at the bottom of the other page of Avram Palm compares people conversing in Torah to the newly engaged young woman who shows off her engagement ring to other. The girl is so excited that she wants to share the tangible evidence of her joy with everybody. Likewise, one who appreciates the sparkling beauty of the Torah's wisdom wants everybody else to share the joy. God remembers these moments of passion and repays man for them. And guaranteed dividend, their mission uses the word koveya established, which implies not only that there is a reward for Torah study, but that the reward is guaranteed. While a transgression can cancel out the merit and reward for another mitzvah, Torah study is an immutable source of recompense. Furthermore, the merit of Torah study constantly shields man from troubles both during study and after. See Sota. From this verse, we know about two people, but what about the one person? Since the merit of many people who fulfill the Torah's dictates is disproportionately greater than that of an individual who does so, as Rashi and Leviticus, one might suspect that the solitary learner does not merit a godly presence from Teferi Yisrael. Therefore, we have to realize that they do. For it is said, let one sit in solitude and be still, for he will have received a reward for it. On Lamentations, his mental occupation with Torah is deemed in God's eyes as if he engaged in verbal study from Rav Yonah. So even though it's really good to have a chavrus, to have a study partner, to have someone to bounce ideas off of, if you don't have that, at least learn a little bit every day. We realize we have to relax. We realize we have to take care of our spouses and our children, and we have to unwind and spend time, but definitely do a little bit, at least a little bit, every day as much as you can. Join us next time as we talk about three people sitting together and eating at a table here at the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.